Hello, everyone. Welcome. Today is Monday, December 5th, 2022. I am a sister, and this is my turn to talk. Black Cabinet Education, welcome, welcome to my first show, or your first show of mine. Welcome. Brina, Brina, welcome. You're number two today. I hope everyone is doing well. It is a beautiful day in sunny, cool California. Hey, Frankie, welcome. Uh, a new kid. always, if you want to join live, you will have to come over to Podbean. Podbean.com. to get started today. So let me stop that. There we go. Sorry about that. And I apologize for being late. I got a new toy on my computer and I was fooling around with it. Okay, everyone. So today, um, back to Monday, getting a little serious today. Um, I want to talk about cultural appropriation. I call it flat out theft. Welcome, uh, GP. Um, and I, I'm, this is these are my, my words. Let's call it what it is. It's theft. To say it's a compliment is an insult, and you know it. And I'm going to start off in the middle there with a compliment as an insult. I've had several uh, people tell me um, that it's a compliment. You should be happy that we want to use you know your your slang you know just like you your music whatever no it is a it is it's an insult especially when you profit from it especially when you make uh money from it hey shy lady welcome um so 
That's why I'm saying let's call it what it is, flat out theft. And um, cultural appropriation, um, I'm not just talking about black folks when I say people of color. I'm including Latinos, I'm including Native Americans, I'm including majority of people of, of color. And um, I'm, I'm gonna go there between, uh, I think that um, white people, and I, if I offend some people, I'm just telling you, these, these are all my, my thoughts, um, are the biggest um, thieves of cultural appropriation. And then I think people, um, and y'all may think that I'm, you know, picking on certain races, but I think that Chinese people are also another group of people who are um, uh, wrong in terms of the cultural appropriation. You know, from slang to hairstyles to the clothes, to um, clothes, I mean fashion, to uh, music, to, you know, food, to dance, just about anything. You know, a uh, recent example, let's talk about TikTok. You know, uh, at one point, Black TikTok had to shut, shut down. They refused to do any dances and put any of their work on TikTok because it was being stolen. And it was being stolen by white dancers who profit off of, of it. And some of these white dancers, you know, they made millions. They got in endorsements, you know, uh, which is usually the norm. Why is that? Why is it for a race that has been so demonized is copied so much? You know, when you say things like, hey, sis, um, dude, my bro, you know, what's up, bro? You know, um, just simple slang, my bad. Things things like that. You know, you all may say, oh, well, that's, that's cool. But it's like, okay, can't you make up your own? You know, um, we're demonized, you know, told to pull our pants up, yet <laughs> the pants are, are falling down, you know? We're told, you know, dreads are nasty. Dreads are are ugly. They're gross. Braids are nasty. They're they're ugly. They're they're gross. But who's wearing braids and who's who's wearing dreads? You know. But then it's you know it's termed uh, well. You know um, now that so and so is wearing it, the Kardashians or someone like them, you know, all of a sudden it's a fashion statement. You you look at wigs. You know, all of a sudden, you know, it's a fashion statement. Black folks been wearing wigs for I don't know how how long. You want to talk about braids? You know, you want to go back to the Egyptians and say, well, the e Egyptians wore, wore braids. Yes, they did, but Egyptians were black. They were black then. They still black. Welcome, Woody. You know, so that's where I I, I am today cultural appropriation. This is a title that our topic I've had on my plate for quite some time, but with everything that's going on, you know, in society, in, in the world, um, I thought it was time for me at least to do, to, uh, do it on my show. I may rub some people the wrong way. Um, that's not my intent. My intent is to just tell truth. 
And when you look at the things that um, are copied, you know, um, you know, and if you don't copy it for positive, you copy it for a, a negative. You look at a, a term woke, you know, um, stay, stay woke, you know, um, <laughs> it means stay aware, whatever. But it's been, but it's been, it's been demonized. And I refuse to let that word be demonized because someone else wants to use it for their own gain. Uh, Anuka says, I don't believe in culture appropriation. I believe in the sharing of cultures. I'm not hateful. This channel is not for me. No, no problem. You know, um, if you think I'm being hateful, I don't think that, that I am. I think that I am stating fact and truth. And Anuka was someone who first came on, on to my uh, um, podcast. This is his, his or her first time here. I don't know, whatever, but you all know how I am. So you all believe the same thing again, please exit stage, stage left. Um, so, uh, shy lady, hold on one second. Let me just get, just get through these. Uh, black cabinet says she has facts. Uh, they want everything black with the burden of, of being black. I was going to get a, 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 a around to that. I was going to get around to that. Um, GB says, wish there was a standard requiring social media users to have a credit score of 750 or an IQ of 100. That would solve much of the BS that comes from social media. Okay, so GP, um, is that a dig towards me? Is it not a dig towards me? Or are you just stating fact or what, what, what you would like to see? Hey, Ellie, welcome. Blunt, welcome. Um, okay, so Shy Lady. Hold on, let me catch you again. Hold on, shy lady, I'm, I'm getting you. Okay, so, you know, again, um, hey, Mama Bear. Um, so again, I'm not, I don't believe in cultural appropriation if it means that it is going to take away from someone else. And hold on, I want to give you all the definition of cultural appropriation. Okay. Cultural appropriation, the acknowledged or inappropriate, the unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of the customs practices, ideas, etc., of one people or society by members of another and typically more dominant people or society. And again, unacknowledged or inappropriate. And those are the key words there, unacknowledged or inappropriate adoption of customs. And when you don't acknowledge them, then you take them and you use them for your own personal gain and you make money. I have a problem with that. I have a huge, huge problem with it. Um, so, Shy Lady, welcome. Hello, and hello to everyone. Um, the whole thing about cultural appropriation, um, especially what is disconcerting for me is when it's used to profit off of someone else's culture. Um, I was reading not too long ago an article that was, I think it was from 2010, 
it was before Etta James had died and she was lamenting about how her style was copied. Janis Joplin literally stole her voice sound and she talked about how she couldn't pay her rent and all the executives and music executives that offered her um, furs and cars instead of paying her for her talent. And she complained that when she did shows, she would um, see Mick Jagger copying her on his show. She said she would spit on the floor and she would be very animated doing a lot of her performances. But yes, she said, you know, he was copying her, but he was making, you know, all this money and she wasn't. And so if you, you know, particularly you're British in the case of um, a singer, uh, Joss Stone, I've heard her, heard her heard an interview where she was asked about corporate appropriation, she got offended, but you saying you want to sing soul, you want to sing like Aretha, that's because Aretha and um, all these other soulful artists that you grew up listening to, but you're British. You don't talk the way you sing. You're mimicking and trying to sound like this particular soulful black entertainer. When it's natural for black people to sound the way we do because we have a certain dialect. We, when, we, when we sing, a lot of our stuff is from, from church. A lot of us grew up with church and, and our dialect is our dialect. That's how we sound. But when you take our, our, our dialect and sound like you sound nothing like your British voice or you sound you talk nothing like the way you sing, that's cultural appropriation. When you when you deliberately listen to Aretha Franklin or Marvin Gaye or Stevie Wonder and you deliberately sound like these people who are not imitating anyone at all. This is how they sound. This is their own their own natural voice. But you attempted to sound like them and make money off of mimicking them but you say oh this is i love that this is this is what i grew up listening to no you're appropriating their own distinct voice where is your voice why if you're british why are you trying to sound like someone that's black or someone that has a black dialect you say oh this is this is my my, my who i listen to who i love but even with uh, eric clapton he mimicked um bob marley I shot the sheriff, but yet he sold a whole lot of music. But you're not you're not from Jamaica. You don't have a Jamaican accent. You're British, but you you want to you want to take all of their their songs and recreate them to sound like them, and you make money off of that. That's cultural appropriation at its finest. So, um, okay, Brina says, didn't they say Elvis copied someone too? Yes, he did. He did. He stole a man's whole sound and admitted to it later. Yes, yes. I, I was about to say that Elvis uh, did ad, ad, admit to, to it later. So let me ask, ask this. And I'm, I'm going to put this out to the in, in, entire room because um, I want to talk about black culture. I want to talk about Latino culture. I, I, I want to talk about, about it all. Um, do you think that people, for the most part, like black culture? Charlene, I'm, I'm saying to you, since you're up, up on, on the panel, if anybody else wants to pop up, I, you can pop I would up. say yes. I remember uh, there was a group, I can't remember their names, but they were from uh, Michigan. 
and they they uh, said they used to listen to a black radio station. They did the song "How Sweet It Is." That particular song title came from uh, Marvin Gaye's um, song that he had done, and the guy who did it, the white group, admitted that they were from Detroit, and that's all they listened to. And he said he he even laughed. He said most white people had never heard that song, but when we did it. Uh, and they didn't sound. They they tried their best to sound as soulful as they could, but it was nowhere near Marvin Gaye's re rendition. And they laughed and said, "White people have never heard of it." But when we made it, it was more popular than Marvin Gaye's song. And they were like, you know, they they were giving credit. Like, I mean, it was incredible how we we just blew up on that song. But that song was a a soulful rendition of Marvin Gaye, which Marvin Gaye never made the money that they did. But that happened a lot. My mother would, was telling me back in the day, uh, Pat Boone would do R Little Richard songs. Yeah. And they yes, had never, yes, most Pat white Boone. people had never heard Richard Little Richard songs. But you also and then have they to, would sing them and make all the money off of them. But Charlotte, you also mm -hmm. have to remember too that back in the day, the access, when radio was out, they were not playing black and Latino or any other type of music except for, I mean, it was Pat Boone. It was those type of, those were the people that they, they they were playing. I mean, look at how hard it was when MTV first came out for someone like Ma Michael Jackson to get onto MTV. They refused, and MTV said this, they refused to play Black videos. They refused to play Black music. But then when they saw that, oh, oh, well, these people are making money, then MTV got on, on, on the bandwagon and started playing um, Black music and then they blew up. So yeah. back, you know, so back then it was the Pat Booms and the Bobby Shermans and and you know whatever. Those were the people that were allowed to be on 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 the station. So I, of I course, wanna, yeah. No, I'm sorry, ahead. I mean I'm to sorry. interrupt. I want to address what GP Man is asking. Uh, are we only talking about American culture or also African and Caribbean? Um, the basis of this whole, as far as a cultural appropriation correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, when the, 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 black, the black or African-Americans that have contributed the most to, we, we can say, American culture with music, clothing, are the ones who actually came from, uh, who, who, were, who were imported to America. Nowhere has the blues, the blues originated from Mississippi. So that's not Caribbean. It originated in Mississippi. Uh, as well as um, rhythm and blues, those all originated in the deep South, which is was which was in America. All of the genres of music outside of probably classical came from the root of the Southern Black states, but in, in particular Mississippi. So the British, the, the the British, the Caribbeans, everyone liked. I'll say most of everyone liked the music that came from the blacks who were in America, blues, pop, jazz, all of those roots are tied to American blacks, not the Caribbean blacks, but American blacks. Now, reggae is, to, is tied to Jamaica, which is a different form, but blues and jazz and rhythm and blues, those are tied to blacks in America. I just okay. wanna- Okay, you also know that jazz, that, that word jazz, uh, came from the 20s. And that's when you had the people like Bessie um, 
Smith and what have you, when they were singing blues and, and jazz was what was coming up, that word, again, um, that was something that was turned by African-Americans when they were saying, you know, this is really jazzy, whatever. That is where that term uh, uh, came, uh, came from. You know, right, and so, exactly. And rock and roll. And they, and they also talked about how rock, you know, it, it back back when rock was invented or rhythm, it was it was all sexual. Let's we're going to rock and roll, baby. We're going to rock it. We're going to roll it. But it's again, just like the word woke, white people have taken the whole term and made it. It's ours. Rock and roll. It's the guitars. It's the sound. But that's not where rock. That's not where the word came from. It was all about. We gonna rock and roll. It's all it was all sexual in nature, the whole rock thing that black black people came up with. All right, I I, I want to change it up up a little bit um, because I do want to talk about the the British role in Colton culture appropriation. I want to talk about um, uh, China and their role in in corp and and cultural appropriation. I want you know to talk about. Um, how things from the Latino com community um, has been culturally, I mean, just basically majority people of color. Now, but I do want to talk about this for a moment. Um, let's talk about corn rolls for a moment. We want to call it corn rolls or braids. And um, Kylie Jenner received um, backlash after she posted a photo of herself wearing corn rolls. And um, uh, uh, Amanla uh, Stenberg said that this was her boiling point for, for Jenner, consistent ap appropriative practices. Um, she, she called Jenner out for abusing black culture, but not using her platform to speak out about issues plaguing uh, black people. Um, uh, you know, so I want to ask, because there was a... Um, Hold on for a second. I want to make sure I have this right before I don't want to. Okay, so there was a woman by the name of Rachel McKenzie who wrote an article back in 2020. And I will hold on, let me get this for you because I read this article back then and I thought it was very interesting. Um, and it was something, it's an article that I always saved and I'm going to post it here. Okay. The afterword. White people take everything from black culture, but not the burden. Uh, hey, hey, Shelby, welcome. And a formal welcome to, to DMAC, uh, Damien, and the only crazy lady. Um, so is, is, is that true? Because this person who wrote this article, Rachel McKenzie, she, she is white. And she talks about how um, she takes, she uses black culture constantly. You know, um, but they take everything except for the burden. Do you think that is true? Um, you know, you 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 look back, um, you know, in the '40s, and even with, you know, even I'm I'm just gonna say with Latinos, I'm gonna start with 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 their food. Um, I think Latinos, uh, the Latino culture, they make some of the best food. You know, um, I think. Black folks make good food, but I think Latinos make really good food. And since I've moved out to California, I have tasted some really, really, really good food. And, you know, I've seen other people come and try to copy it and even make money off, off of it. 
where the people who who started it they're not making the the the, the, um, the money you know um why is that why is it that every that they can profit but the person who started it can't you know when you look at the kardashians and all the things that they do it's like all of a sudden they invented this they in invented that when they didn't you know so <sighs> i can go on and on um let's see blunt says uh let's see brina ellie says hello to you uh hold on let me my chat jump um Okay, so, you know, so why, why, why is it? Why is it that black slang is the slang that is used? Why is it that, you know, you know, why are you not saying groovy? Uh, welcome, Mumbars Cosman. I apologize if I did not pronounce your name correctly. Welcome, welcome, Crucible. Um, you know, why, why is it, you know, like, you know, I don't know how many times, you know, you know, things like bro, dude, you know, whatever, sis, you know, um, why is that? Why is it that it's our slang that is used, but then when it's something that they don't like, again, I'm going to go back to the term woke, they demonize it. Why is that demonized? When among black culture it just means to be aware but it's but it has been turned into a political pawn why why is that why you know you know things like my bad you know things like that it may seem like that you're you know that it's petty but when you look at hundreds and hundreds of years of the same thing it's not a compliment Two people have told me that, you know, it's a it's not a a, a, a a compliment and you know it. You know, it's an insult. So I'm I'm just not understanding, you know, why not get your, you know, why why not get your own um words? Okay, and Charlie says black slang has been known to be cool. Okay, and that's fine. But at the same time, I don't think that you can pick and choose what you want to be cool and what you want to 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 demonize or put on a a, a political uh, a, a platform and run for office. That's not cool. That is not cool. You know, so um, you know, just so many things that 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 you know, you know, just certain just. <laughs> things like homie or the or, or or one of my favorite ones that have been used you know since obama got into office felicia bye Fel 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 felicia you know for a long time a lot of people were using that word they didn't even know what 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 what, what the hell it meant can you not get your own own words can you not say bye mary <laughs> you know bye sue bye jane you know i mean I, I, and I, i'm not trying trying to be funny but once once again you know, um, no, you cannot. No, you you can, can, cannot. But there is a such thing as uh, Crucible says you cannot um, um, legislate speech. No, you can cannot. 
But again, don't try to justify it by by saying something like that. I mean, that's I mean, it's like call it for what it is. It's cultural appropriation. Call it what it is. It is it is taking, you know, like 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 I said, uh, crazy lady, I'm gonna grab you in a minute. You know, um, you know, like I I put the the definition in in the uh, thing. I'll put it in, in there again. Um, you know, cultural appropriation is the unacknowledged, unacknowledged, or inappropriate adoption of customs, practices, ideas, etc., of one people or society by members of another, and typically the more dominant people or society. That's what cultural uh, 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 appropriation is. That is what 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 it is. You know, on one hand, you can't say. Oh, these people are this, this, and this, and then you turn around and you're dressing um, like like us. You know, I had a conversation with someone who, who you know, a couple of years ago, where I said, you know, white people are wearing their their pants below their butts. Well, I don't see it. You know, you know, you know, I don't see it <laughs> just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's happening. You look around, you got white people wearing their pants below their butts. That's a black fashion. I personally don't 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 like it. I personally think you should pull 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 your pants up. And put it on a belt if your pants are falling down. But once again, it's the fashion. You look at the fashions that are out there. You know, so um, hold on, uh, crazy lady. Let me grab you. Let's see. Is she still here? She, she, she popped out. Okay, I'll have to grab her. Okay, so... Um, Okay, uh, and Damien says that fashion started in in uh, in uh, jail. Okay, um, why are you feeling some way about that salad? Okay, so what I've said a lot, Dmax. So I don't know what you're talking about sp uh, specifically. Or are you just talking about uh, everything? Um, and then Charlotte says, "Bye, Felicia." Yes. Um, Okay, uh, Crucible trying to call in. Hold on. Da, 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 da. Okay, so. All right, Crucible, welcome back. Hi, Salad. Hi, everyone. Yeah, this is a real tricky one. I'm. I've been fascinated, and I use that word in a in a positive way by the term cultural appropriation for a long time. I believe it casts this particular topic in a much more sinister light than is probably accurate. Uh, there is an old saying, and I know from what you've been mentioning here, Solid, you probably don't agree with it, but in a lot of cases, it's very true. And it's called imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Shy Lady mentioned it in the chat. Black slang and black language has been considered to be much, much cooler than other ethnicities or other races for as long as I can remember. Um, and they haven't been around as long as a lot of races. I don't hear anybody ever, one of the most common examples that I hear about cultural appropriation is Native American Indians and how people um, disparage them instead of admiring them for their bravery and their fierceness and their loyalty, they disparage them. I, I'm an older guy. I personally have never in my childhood or my adult life ever heard anything but positive attributes associated with Native Americans. Now, they have been considered, you know, to be 
in a marginalized group for a long time. But when people dress up on Halloween as Indians or they name, nickname their sports teams an Indian, it's a compliment. So you can certainly choose to see it as it's not a compliment, but we wouldn't appropriate language we don't think is cool, we're not comfortable with, and we don't want to be a part of. We attach ourselves to things that we think will make us a part of something bigger and cooler than us. And language is one of those things. So it's, 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 it's in the mouth and the ear of the beholder, certainly, but I've never really considered, because there's a flip side to cultural appropriation, and it's called cultural appreciation, and it's an actual term. It's the polar opposite of cultural appropriation. That is the overly deferential treatment of particular races or ethnic groups in a form of almost pandering, that you're putting them on a pedestal in a way that they probably don't deserve. So you have two sides to that coin. Very few people, if you stop them on the street, would know what the term cultural appreciation even means, but it's an actual thing. Okay, I'm going to re re respond to that. Um, I do know what cultural uh, appreciation is, and I think that um, and it is a term that has not been around for a long time. Because it is, it's been around for, for a while, but not for a long time. And it's, it, it came about mainly because there was a lot of pushback on cultural appropriation. To say, to me, to say that it is a compliment, you know, whatever, that, you know, that we should be flattered. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I think that's a cop-out. I think it's a cop-out when you look at cultural appropriation that has been going on for so long where people have made money off of it and the people that it has been stolen from has not made the money. Now, in terms of Native, uh, um, Native um, Americans, I understand why they push back on not wanting their their um their uh um uh, uh you know sports teams to be called Indians. I get it because they have been in that marginalized group. It's like you want to marginalize us and once again depending upon where you grew up and and what and, and what what you hear, you know it all depends upon what what you learn. Since the, hence another reason why history should not be banned or certain things because it makes people un, un, uncomfortable. I've heard for years growing up that Native Americans have been marginalized because they have. So you want to marginalize me, and then you want to turn around and and use my image on a sports team that's making millions of dollars. Are you giving us anything for it? No. That's not a compliment. That's not a compliment. You can try to justify it and say it's, oh, but you should be so happy. Oh, oh, it's so not. No, it isn't. It, it isn't. It is appropriate. Well, you're, you're trying to especially you're trying to when you're making money, especially when you're, I'm not trying to do anything. I am saying that a cultural appropriation is when you are making money off of people when it is inappropriate or, you know, or, is it is inappropriate or un uh, you know appropriate and you're make you're making money you know when those when those white people on TikTok were using you know copying black black um uh uh dancers and profited and did not even give credit to say oh well I I got this from so and so or or so and so wasn't they did not do that they they got they got money for it and they did not give credit where credit was due. So when black TikTok dancers said, okay, you know what? 
we're not going to do anything. We are not going to create anything. And for two or three months, they did not create anything for TikTok. What happened? Those same white people who were profiting were like, well, well, y'all going to try to do something because, and when they tried to do it, it was a joke. You know, dancing, I mean, you can justify however you, you want to, but it is what, what it is. It is what, 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 what it is. And Native Americans have been marginalized for centuries and then turn around and you want to profit. That's just wrong. Well, the, the, the problem, the pushback I'm going to give here is we're, we're finding out firsthand from our friend Elon Musk just what goes on when people try to legislate and regulate language. It's called censorship. So who is the arbiter? in our society now, who gets to pick and choose, who gets to say what, and who doesn't get to say what. We're, we're veering on a separatist, segregated society here, where only you can say one thing and I can say something else. If it comes out of my mouth, it means one thing. If it comes out of your mouth, it means something completely different. That is what George Orwell was referred to back in 1984, um, uh, group speak or something. Um, now we're deciding who belongs and who doesn't based on, and who, what if that power shifts all of a sudden? And the people who have it now don't have it in the future. Is that going to be okay too? It's a very, very slippery slope that, that we as citizens are going to start singling out people for words that we can't use, we can use, but they can't. Who, where's the list? How do I double check it before I open my mouth? But, but you know what? But you know what, uh, Crucible, you bring up a, a very, a very good, uh, a, a good point because now it seems like that the people who have been abusing this power and who have used this power for years and years and years, all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, well wait, wait, well, what, what, you know, uh, 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 am I not supposed to, to do this? And it's in terms of, of, of Elon Musk, that's a whole different, that's a whole different show because what Elon Musk has done and I, and I have seen it. Okay. Elon, what he has allowed on, 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 uh, on Twitter and, Crucible, we had this, we, we talked about this, you know, um, what he has allowed on Twitter has been for people to come in and say some of the nastiest and vilest. I have seen it. Violence, racist, violent, whatever. And it's okay. And you want to say freedom of speech, fine, call it that. But if you want to, but if, if that's what you want to uh, allow, and that's the, because our society you know, you know, it's okay for, you know, you can march down the street and say one, one, one thing, but if somebody else does it, then, then you, then you can, uh, then you cannot say it. And in terms of who can say what, why is Ron DeSantis, and I'm, I, I always say I'm not going to use a, a political person on, on my show. So I would just say Florida. Why is Florida pushing so hard? to get books banned. There are some books that you cannot even read in, in school anymore because it offends people. Well, what about the people whose history is in those, those books? And our kids, our grandkids, our nieces and nephews, we need to learn it. But because it's offending somebody else? So you want to say what, what Eli Musk, uh, Musk is doing? You're absolutely right. It is a double-edged sword. You know, so you can't say, oh, well, it's okay for this person, but not for this. Then I say the same thing on the other side. It's okay for you, but not for me. Come on. Crucible, you want to respond? 
Well, I don't want to get into a whole Elon Musk thing, but those comments that you were talking about, and we have talked about that, that, that happened like within, the, the, within a day of him taking over. He hadn't it, gotten it around to the content. Okay, I'm just saying, he hadn't, I, I think it's important to point out the facts. That was literally the day he took over. He had no opportunity to get to the content moderation or any of that stuff. And he was on record as saying, I will fix this stuff. And he did. So I'm just saying. But you know what, you know, you know what though? He didn't. Because they are still doing it. Okay. They are okay. still doing well, it. Well, what about, are you as outraged Are you as outraged about the suppression of all kinds of information going back to the 2020 election? Has that outraged you at all? Well, let me see. Or is it uh, just his which, content? No, 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 no. Let's, let's, let, let, let's, let's talk about that because I'm still trying to figure out. If you, you know, I'm not going to get into the 2020 election because that's a different show. And as I said, we are we are going to, to, to stay on topic. But if you want to talk about the 2020 election, whatever, then let's then you have to talk about how many judges came back and said judges that were appointed by by a certain person came back and said, nope, 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 proof, 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 proof. So you want to talk about out outrage. Let's, you know, that's a whole different show. We can talk about outrage of what has gone on for years and years and years with homes and, and businesses and schools and what have you and, and being burned and lynchings and, and, and what have you like that. So you want to open up the, 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 the door there? You want to talk about outrage? Let's talk about out outrage because it goes a lot further than an election. Out outrage goes a lot further and a lot deeper and a lot of people died. Uh, you know, people talk about, oh, well, 2020, you know, things were burned and, billion, and, and, and billions of dollars. Yep, let's talk about the billions of dollars of the thousands of Tulsa's of, of people who were killed just because they crossed an, an imaginary line. You want to talk about out, out, outrage? We can talk about out, out, outrage. So my show was on, on one thing. You opened up, 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 up the door to, some, to, to something else. So we want to talk about out outrage. We can talk about outrage. Black Cabinet Education, welcome. Hello, my sister. How you doing? Hello. I am. Uh, I, I. I am good. I'm fired up, but but I am good. I see that you. I came in here and you on ten. <laughs> Would you like to add something, Mister Education? Well, I, I was really just enjoying how, you know, you were actually given the business. But um, if we're talking about cultural appropriation and, and when you're talking about uh, possessing of a word, uh, I just my only question is, uh, if you go to historical facts of a word, what was the connotation of the word and how it was used? And so therefore, the appropriation of that word, you can never appropriate it into being something positive when it's always been something negative in your community. So if we're saying like words like the N word and you say, well, why can't one group say it? Because one group has made it into a positive thing. And if it's always been a negative word out of your group's mouth, your group cannot use that word because you cannot ever appropriate it to mean something good. Because of historical implications on how the word was used in lynchings, and, and, and death and, and everything that they were used for, because you no know, understand every lynching was not a death, but in lynchings and, 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 and murders or even just the ideology that N words cannot be smart, that N words are dirty, that they cannot be intellectual geniuses. And that if they were an intellectual genius, you would call them a freak of nature or you would call them a black exhibit. All right. But N words to some people as 
as black people started taking that word of endearment and using it as homie and what's up, when white people wanted to start to use that word, it was still has a connotation coming out of their mouth of what it is. Okay, black ed education, I am going to say something. You can disagree with me and there have been other black people who have pushed, who have pushed, pushed back on me. I don't think we should use it either if that's what you're getting at. I, 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 I am, I am I'm saying that and I want to make it very clear to everybody on this panel, okay? Um, that is one word I do not see as an endearment. I don't see it as cool. I don't see it. I don't care who is saying it. In fact, I get more pissed off when black people say it than when, when someone else says it. Okay. And also another word that I don't play and people, and I have been called out of my, my, my name this before is the word bitch. I had someone, I was on the phone with somebody last night and she called me a bitch. And I had to read her several times about, don't call me that name. Oh, I'm just kidding. No, you do not call me that name. Those are two names I do not play. They're not cute. They're not fun. They're not in endearing. They are nothing. So if, before anybody wants to push back on me on, on, on those words, whatever, coming out of a black person's mouth, Chinese person, Latino, white, whomever, I don't play that. You call me that, you have seriously jumped down several, several rungs on my let on my respect uh, will. So black education, I apologize for, for interrupting, but I want to make that very clear. Go, go oh, ahead. Oh no, that's fine. I think I think a lot of that needs to be understood. Uh, I'm just saying, if you see in the cultures, right? And I say we're talking about culture because you're talking about cultural appropriation. Uh, when you talk about the culture, you talk about the hip hop culture, the rap music culture. That word is actually that's it. That's how they use it. No, well, I know, and, and, and unfortunately, it 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 it, it should not. Um, yeah, uh, it, it 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 shouldn't. Yeah, because words, because words, words do not change their their original stance, what they mean, regardless. And so, um, just like I don't, I don't agree with black people, no matter how much, um, no matter how much another black person wants to be a conservative and use uh, weapons of white supremacy, I don't like calling black people coons either. Same reason, you know, I don't think, I don't think that. You know, we should ever use the words of the oppressor to tear down ourselves. I just don't believe that. But but back to what you're saying, as far as uh, with the topic of cultural appropriation, and I love I love what you said. You said, no, it's just straight up thievery. It's not even, some people say it's cultural appreciation. No, there's a way you can appreciate things, but there's another way you can appropriate things. And, just, and, and, and wearing somebody else's hair is not appreciation. That's appropriation, regardless. Uh, you can appreciate by telling someone that you like their hair. Uh, you, you can you can you can appreciate you can appreciate by uh, by by spreading awareness of what cultural appropriation is, but you can never say that to watch any person from another diaspora or group, another person from any group, to do something that another that is for another group, it, it's appropriation. That's like I would never walk out I would never walk out my house with a native headdress on and say I'm appreciating another culture. Okay, I want to read some of these uh, comments. And Charlie, I am I'm coming to you because I know you want to respond to Crucible. Um, see, Crucible says that was before he took over content moderation, talking about Elon Musk. And uh, D says, I can't Crucible wear cornrows on his website and start making money his website for people who admire his new look. D Mac, if he wants to do that, fine. You know, but acknowledge, you know, don't, I, I don't like it when people like, oh, well, you know, he, you know, Crucible started this, 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 this new look. That's the point that I'm getting to. No, he did not start start the look. 
he's copying a look. He can wear whatever the hell he wants. You know, but I'm saying give credit where where, where, where credit's due. And and to, to Damien, I, I say the same thing to you. If you want to go make money, whatever, but give credit where credit is due. And everybody in the country is not moving to Florida because I'm not, and I'm everybody, and I'm part of everybody. So um COVID misinformation, COVID is a whole whole different topic, not 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 going there. Um and DMAC says, nah, plenty of folks would never move, but move to Florida. GP says, just like feminists can say, kill all men on social media and face no ban. Yet if a man talks about men's rights, get get banned on social media. GP, you know, kill all all men. I don't I don't think that's that's uh, cool. I don't think that's cool at all. You know, I'm just saying that for cultural appropriation. You know, and kill all men is not c- c- cultural appropriation, but I do think that um, 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 that is wrong. But at least, I mean, come on, it's like stop trying to justify truth. You know, but then, like I said, you take a term like woke, and all of a sudden, it's a problem. All, 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 all of a sudden, it's, it's been turned into this political thing where it was never supposed to be be like this. But these same pe- people turn around and say, "Yo, what's up, bro?" You know what? Really? Seriously? Come on. Shy lady, you wanted to to respond. DMAC, I am not on at 11. I am I am speaking what I feel is truth. I'm not trying to justify, not trying to to cover some um um some um some something up. I am speaking what I think is is uh is a uh, truth. I don't like it when people come out and say you know, uh, why do you always say this when you're always saying that? <clears throat> Shy lady, I'm sorry, go ahead. <coughs> no, excuse me, Nicolmartho. <clears throat> I want to respond to Crucible and a couple of things and, and also G, G, GP man's comment. I personally think it's an insult for any of the sports team, be it college or professional teams in America to have teams na- named after Native, Native Americans is, is an insult, and I'll tell you why. It's an insult because if they're the Braves, if they're so Braves and they're the Chiefs, then why aren't they still in control of their land? Mm-hmm. You have taken these people's land and you you give them a, a you name a team after them as a token. That's and they a, don't, that's and a, they're that's not a, even profiting from that. Exactly. That's, a, that's an insult to name yes. a plane after an airplane, helicopter, after a Native American when they're not benefiting, they're not benefiting from the sales of that company's um, revenue and you've stolen their land. That's an insult. And there's plenty of Native Americans who will, will tell you uh, I, I've read many articles that a lot of Native Americans are not happy with the way things turned out. They're not happy at all. I've read an article just last week about a, a, a woman in her 40s who was uh, taken from her tribe and, and, a, and adopted into a white family. And she's just now finding her, 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 her Native American families and how she's lost all of her history of growing up knowing her culture. I mean, even at that level, so that is an insult to to um, to to do that. Name a team or a helicopter after a Native American when you've 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 taken everything that you can from these people, and they're still living on reservations. I have a family member 
who's married to a woman that's part Native American. And she, she's in her, she's 50, in her 50s, and she grew up on a reservation and, and many of her family. And it's, it's quite sad. And I also want to make a comment that in regards to Elon Musk, I know we're not trying to get into that, but since it was brought up, I want to address it. If the word kike was, was on the internet, was on Twitter as much as the, the, the N-word, there would, Twitter would be taken down. I don't care how much money Elon Musk has. It, it would not go down. It would not go down at all. The, the, the Jewish people would not have it. But it's, it's so disrespectful. A lot of people want, you know, you want to bring up rappers and all of that. But there are some black folks like myself who are disgusted by the mm-hmm. constant use of the word. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I don't care who you are. I'm sick of seeing it. I'm sick of hearing it. There are some of us who don't think it's so cool. And there's a lot of us who feel like people in the Jewish community. That's an offensive word, and we don't want you profiting off of it. And like I said, again, if that word was on Twitter, the word that's, that's anti-Semitic toward Jews, Twitter and Elon Musk would be back to South Africa. He would not, he would not be, that, that would not go down because that's just a very offensive word. And back to cultural appropriation, I was in the store the other day, Ulta. I walk in the front door. I look to my right. There's this big, huge display with big red lips all over the um, display. And you know whose lips they are? They're Kylie, Gen- Kylie Jenner's injected lips. And they're, they're like, you know, like drawings. And then there she, there she is with, with the lips. And I'm like laughing to myself to say, who would buy her product? These aren't her real lips. If, if, if it would be different if she had naturally um, 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 endowed lips, like, like um, what's her name? Um, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie, yeah. But these, you're profiting off of all these young women or whatever who are buying your products. And these, it's, it's, a, it's, it's a farce. It's, it's a farce. It's false. These are not your natural lips. And it's a joke. Anyone who buys her products is stupid. And I'm, 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 I'm going to say it. You're stupid if you think that your lips are going to look like that because those are not her real lips. Well, I mean, and Charlene, and I'm, you know, and, and once again, I want to, you know, talk, talk about this because, you know, um, I don't know how many times growing up we heard, or I, I heard, but I know other black people did too. You got big lips, big lips, big lips. You got a big butt, you know, big lips, big butt, whatever. But yet, you have these people who are now injecting their lips to have what they call full lips. You know, you're having people who, you know, want the bigger behind. You know, I mean, it's a joke. It's a joke. So you're going to to talk about us, but then you want to be like that. We like us. You want our kids to go to school and they're getting their hair cut. They're getting their, their dreads cut. They're, they're getting their, their, their braids and what have you cut off. But yet, you're turning around and you're wearing them. So you tell me, how is that inappropriate? How is it inappropriate for my child to go to school, you know, wearing something of their heritage? You know, um, and once again, it goes back to when I was talking about uh, on, on the show about what is deemed beautiful body type. You know, you know, somebody is, oh, she would be beautiful if she lost weight or this, 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 and this, whatever. You know, what is the, what is, what is beauty? What is beauty? Because growing up, all I saw that was beauty, it didn't look like me. It didn't look like me at, at, at all. It looked like Miss Ann. It looked like Miss Becky. And it looked like Miss Kim. 
but it didn't look like me. You know, so Shelby, welcome. Hello, y'all. How y'all doing? Hey, Shelby. I want to agree with Shy Lady. I want to agree with you. Um, the use of that word is very inappropriate. Very inappropriate. I do not like that word. Um, my kids, when they were younger, tried to use that word, and I was like, no, ma'am, we are not having that. That's not, that's not, not even how you describe that. You know, that's, it's, no. And, um, my family is part Indian, and, you know, we, they, my great-grandmother was part of the Trail of Tears, and they were pushed back, and my grandfather used to tell us stories that would make your hair stand on end, you know, about that, and it's, it's very inappropriate at how the Indians are, or Native Americans, I'm sorry, um, are treated now than, and even when they were treated then, um, but it's just, to me, it's very, um, it's just inappropriate, and I remember, you were talking about the dreads and, and everything, that I remember a story a couple years ago, how this gentleman, he was a, a basketball player at his high school, and they were going to a state competition, and um, they were having a big discussion within the the school board about him and his dreads and how he usually just put them back in a like a ponytail type thing. And uh, they were having a big discussion about whether he needed to cut them off or not because they were uh, giving him too much attention. It was a distraction. Was that, you know, the, to the, other was that the wrestler? No, it was a basketball player. Okay, because there because there was a wrestler who went through the through the entire season, and then when they mm-hmm. got to to to, to finals, or whatever, uh, it was either you cut them off, or you for or you forfeit. And he he cut them off, which was just out out outrageous because he didn't want to let his team team down, and the person who was pushing for it just stood there laughing the entire time. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you know, seriously, to the point where here in California, you know, uh, Governor Newsom, which a lot of people, some people don't like, had to pa- uh, pass the Crown Act so our kids could go to school and people could go to work without being, you know, told that they can't wear their hair a certain way. You know, so, uh, Ch- um, um welcome. So, Shelby? That's just all I had to say, and I, I, Brina, you are right. I do remember that now. It, it, it was a wrestler. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Okay, all right. So, uh, Crucible, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna go to you because um, there's been some, some, some pushback, and uh, I want you to have a chance to, to respond. Yeah, I, I know where Shy Lady is coming from when it comes to the Native Americans and the the nicknames and whatnot. Um, I was not in any way remotely suggesting that stealing the land was okay. I find it atrocious what we did to the Native Americans. I I will not ever ever condone it. Um, but none of us were there for that, and I think we charitably and this this is a sincere comment. And I know my fellow citizens, a lot of them anyway, feel the same way. 
Nobody likes to see other people marginalized, whether it's through stealing their land or appropriating their language or somehow taking control over their lives. And language is a way to do that. So I'm not defending any of that stuff. I'm just saying that in, 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 in my world, with everything we have wrong in this country today, that, and I'm, I'm repeating myself, I apologize, I'm going to wrap this up very, very quickly, is that this language is one of the most common things that we share. And it is a precious thing. Certainly in the mouths or in the hands of the wrong people, it can be extremely damaging and extremely, um, ad, 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 create a lot of adversity. But generally speaking, it is the ultimate way, as George Orwell said, to control the population. So if we get into, our, into a situation where I can say one thing, but you can't, we are just creating a more divisive environment in an environment that's already overly divisive. I think we need to find more common ground than more ways to separate ourselves. I, I, I completely understand and completely agree with how African Americans and certainly Native Americans feel about their language and their culture and their style and their fashion, their music, everything being appropriated. And certainly there are times in, in the wrong hands, it is a very sinister and negative thing. But in my experience, by and large, it is a compliment. You can choose not to see it that way, and I will honor and respect your position. But from, from the people, the circles that I have traveled in throughout my life, very, very few people adopt or appropriate language that they're not proud of. So I'm just saying there are, there are ways to certainly be offended by these things, and under the right circumstances, I will, I will be offended with you. But I think if we look more for ways to not be offended, that might be a better path. Well, I'm going to say this because, um, you know, to say in the wrong hands, um, cultural appropriation has been in the wrong hands from, from day one. And trying to, you know, say, well, you know, the people that I ran with or, you know, people that I grew up with or the people that I, you know, was with, you know, whatever. Once again, um, I, I have said this, that when you don't experience something, and you don't deal with something, then you don't get it. And there are times when, you know. And, and that's real quick. That, that's sure. a very fair point. I, go, go ahead. I'm not going to interrupt you, but that's a completely you know, fair but, point. But, you know, and, and Crucible, you know, and we have had this, this conversation before. When, when I have said that sometimes certain people just need to sit back and be quiet and just not say anything. Because if you're not part of a culture, if you don't understand, you know, where, where, you know, where, you know, where, you know, what is going on, you know, I mean, just listening to you saying, you know, in the wrong hands and that we're such a divisive, you know, you know, society, but yet you throw up the 2020 election. Why are we so divisive? This country was built on divisiveness. You know, when you look at, you know, uh, and I, when I, my, my show last week, you look at the first Thanksgiving, the first Thanksgiving was not the, the Native Americans sitting around with, with, with a bunch of ex, ex Europeans. It wasn't. It was Europeans killing Native Americans. So when you say divisive, divisive is trying to keep history out of, out, out of school where you're making it where it's divisive. 
the the vice is 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 when you're associating with known you know bad people and using it for your own gain this country was built on divisiveness but now that people are standing up and saying well wait 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 all of a sudden it's like we all supposed to coom um coom by yeah and no mm -mm. i mean i i understand what what you're saying but in a perfect world but we're not in a perfect world we're in the united states of america who has had one of the most egregious things in history happen we are repeating it we are repeating history history is being repeated so on one platform you can't say oh well this person over here on on this platform he's allowing this and, and, and freedom of speech but yet you're you're silencing other people that is not cool and that will continue being divisive so what as a practical matter i don't believe any of this is is fixable because each of us are going to hear something that is discordant to our ears and offends us and it's not going to be the same as the guy next to me or the girl next to you or the person across the street so as a practical matter it is unfixable so as an end game how do we how do we move well, forward like jane elliott says which i know a lot of uh white people do not like jane uh, Elliot, if you all don't know who she is, look, 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 uh, look her up. One of my very early, 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 early Zoom shows was on Jane Elliott. Um, you know, she says one way to, to move forward is for an acknowledgement. And Jane Elliott is white for an acknowledgement that what has happened throughout history has been wrong to acknowledge it. Don't try to cover it up and say, oh, well, it's this, this and this. A acknowledge it. That is the that is the step forward, you know. So, with that, uh, I'm gonna go to black uh, education. Thank you for waiting patiently. You you want to respond? We haven't heard heard from you in a bit. Yeah, uh, Crucible said something that I thought was very disingenuous, and then I actually want to talk about this uh, Cheddar guy also. What he's saying in the comments. Um, one thing you must understand, uh, any, any inclination by saying we were not there when this happened is being very disingenuous, which is you're trying to say, because I wasn't there, I do not have power to change it here. Uh, the here and now can be changed. Uh, I like what my sister just said. The first thing we have to understand, there must be a true acknowledgement of, of history and what happened. Instead of trying to ban books that talk about the true history, it's how about we embrace these things and tell people about the history. Uh, when telling someone about the history, uh, the only reason why someone says, oh, well, you're going to make little white kids feel bad if you teach critical race theory. Well, critical race theory is a college course. That's the first thing. It's not a K through 12. And, and, and if you don't know, if you can't name one critical race theory theorist, please stop saying that things are critical race theory. Uh, a, a true history is not critical race theory. Okay, that's the first thing. L uh, learning history is not critical race theory. That has nothing to do with it. Uh, next, uh, I want to talk about what this man said in the comments. He said, um, natives okay, killing Okay, okay, I need to just say something. Uh, okay. Chenderman, this is your first time on my show. I don't know if you are, you know, if you are truly someone new on my show, because I get a lot of people who are Im 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 imposters and whatever. Um, um, I'm not a victim. I'm not a victim at all. 
anybody who knows me personally or otherwise, they know I am not a victim. So I need you to understand that right now. Any money I make, I make through my hard earned work. So if, if my, you know, uh, so if it offends you, then you need to exit stage left. I'm not gonna block you or anything. I'm just letting you know. I don't play the victim. I'm not the victim. So you wanna go and, you know, say something like that, you need to say it on, on another show because people talked about me a lot on their other shows. I have been dissed. I have been demonized on a lot of shows on Pod, on Podbean. And guess what? I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still moving forward. So I apologize, Black Education. Go on. Okay. Um. Uh. To, to, I was going to go on to the part where um, someone says uh, natives were uh, killing each other. Um, that that is also a very disingenuous statement that you said in the comment, Chairman. Uh, one you one you must understand. Um, the indigenous people were just people. They were different people. So when you say killing each other, they were not killing each other. They were fighting different people in their own tribal wars. They were just people. That's like when they say black sold black into slavery. You understand? They were just people. They were different people. They never sold their own cousins, their own aunties, their own uncles. No, they were just people. They were different people on a, on a landmass that we call Africa today. So if you understand, uh, when, and, and, and these people came together and one common thing, and that was Europeans brought them all together and made them one. Europeans, when they came to this landmass, they made all the indigenous people one. The Europeans, when they started, uh, kidnapping different people from the continent of Africa. And I say different people because they were all not the same people. But when they started grabbing them, they all became one on that boat when they were on their way over here. So understand they're in chains and everything. That's when they became one. So they were never, they were never, you know, the Igbo was not the Ashanti. The Ashanti was not the, was not, was not, was different. They were different tribes of a people that y'all all lumped them together because they were not called black people at the time. It was Europeans who lumped them all together and said, let's call them all Africans on this landmass. It was European that got, came here and said, let's all call them the, the I word or indigenous people. See, what, what made them all one people is the devastation of those people. They became one people in, 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 uh, in fear. They became one people in being harmed. They became one people in their shared history of European colonization. That's what made them one people. So you must understand that. So now when you talk about victimhood, uh, my only question to you is, if you're not in the same tax bracket of me, got to be quiet. I am a United States Army veteran of 21 years. I'm 100% I'm VA disabled. I don't think there's any victimhood in me. So before you say that, know who you're talking to. Understand, I have a master's degree in counseling. I have a bachelor's degree in psychology. I have another, uh, and I have an associate's degree in psychology, another associate's degree in business studies. So please, when you talk about being a victim, I'm not the one. So when you don't make as much money as I do a year, when your house is not as big as mine, stop calling me a victim. But what I will tell you is this, is that if you don't, if you cannot stop and understand the true history of, of this, uh, should I say this settler colonial project that we call the United States, if you cannot understand the true history 
of what settler colonialism did to the indigenous people of Turtle Island. If you do not understand the history of, what, uh, of how the settler colonialism people took and stole people from the continent of Africa and brought them here and enslaved them, if you do not understand that history, then you can never grow. You see, us here, people that's talking, having this conversation, we're growing. You know, I, I have a true respect for any uh, person of European descent or any, or or let, let's just break them all up because if you want to call them all European, but anyone from descent of Spanish descent, if you want to talk about someone uh, from a descent of, uh, what do they call them, uh, Italian descent or anyone from Poland descent, any European person that acknowledges true history and says, how can I help to fight to make it clear? Those are allies. But anyone that's just saying talking about, well, wasn't our problem, we wasn't this, then you know what? Then then you're then I'm gonna call you what it is. You you're just as racist as a person who did in the first place. And I and I'm and I Okay. So and I'm just gonna say this. I've been reading Cheddar Man's comments and uh he, you know, goes into the category of someone that uh I don't pay attention to. Um, not worth res responding to. I said what I had had to say. And uh, if he wants to stay on here and say, you know, whatever, um, you know, <laughs> shy lady says you're a troll, then go go right ahead. Um, but um, he uh, follows people who are um, trolls and other people who are on my platform. Uh, when I say on my platform, I'm talking about in my show who follow people who um, are trolls. Uh, I have no respect for you either. So I'm just saying that. So um, Shelby. Yes, ma'am. Did you want to make any comments? I want to say to Black, uh, Black Cabinet, thank you for your service. Um, I greatly appreciate it. Um, but to say that um, I respect history, um, regardless of how it came about or um, well, my law, you know how I lose words, um, but I just respect history because without history, you, you we wouldn't be here today. Um, yes. If, you know, things are, are bad, you know, between races, because that right there tells you that the leaders don't want us to be as one. They want us divided. And to me, you can't, you know, you, we have to be as one to survive. And people don't see that. And that's my end of the discussion today. All right. Well, I went past my, my hour um, um, as I knew that I, I, I probably would. But like I said, this has been a topic that I have had for quite some, some time. But I've been, you know, um, just between reading and talking to people and, you um, you know, um, as some of you all know, I have gone full-fledged mode into my activism role. I am um, involved in a lot, a lot of different projects. And, um, you know, um, I want to make it, also want to make some something clear or something that Chair Man said, um, so he is gone. Um, when I say, you know, again, sometimes you just sit back and, and be quiet. When you're not aware of something, 
when you're not, um, when you fully don't understand, you know, something, then you should sit back and be quiet. Don't offer any, you know, your words of wisdom, whatever. Don't. Because a lot of times it sounds re ridiculous. Um, I have been in, in situations where people have said to me, you know, you don't know where I've been. Um, you haven't been where I've, I, I've been. And they are absolutely right. I sit back and I shut up. I sit back and I be, be quiet. I'm not going to offer. Well, why don't you do that? I'm not going to do that because I have not been there. There are places where people have been that I cannot imagine. What do I do? I sit back and I be quiet. So when I say that sometimes you just need to sit back and be quiet and not say anything, that's what I mean. I want to make that very clear before anybody goes off into another show and says, Sally was saying this and Sally was saying that. You know, uh, because I, I know that that happens. After my show last Monday, another somebody who was blocked on my show started a show and talked about me so bad. But it's okay because I'm, you know, for, for that particular person, it's okay. You know, whatever. But um, I'm always going to come on here and say what I think. I'm not trying to, I'm not, you know, trying to echo somebody else or whatever. I'm telling you all what I think. And like I said, if you don't like it, exit, uh, exit stage left. Because if I don't like something, I don't, I don't, I don't listen to it. I do not listen to it. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm not going to do, do any of that. It's not worth it. I'm just coming on here telling you what I think. And what I came on here today was telling you what I thought and my feelings of cultural appropriation, which has been going on for years and years and years and years and years. It's not a compliment. It's not an appreciation. It's an insult, especially from people who have demonized you for years and talk about you, then turn around and want to do the exact same things of what you are doing. It's an insult. And with that, I'm going to go around the room, give everybody last last words. Uh, Shelby, I'm, I'm going to start with you. you have any last, last words? I just want to say that everyone deserves respect if given respect. Okay. Um, <laughs> mama, mama, mama says, be like me. I said nothing to the whole, the whole show. Oh, boy. Uh, it sounds uneducated. Shelby says, Black Candidate, thank you, but everyone needs and deserves respect. Uh, amen, Solid. I'm sorry. And, and Brina, I'm still laughing at, at the comment about... Um, your kid and 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 and, and drawing photo, uh, pictures and stuff last week that like i said i was in in the car and, and i was laughing black education any last words uh can you come right back to me yes i will crucible any any last words yeah i just wanted to clarify something real quick that black cabinet said that i had said disingenuously when when people say things like we weren't there whether it's about native americans or whether it's slavery that's a factual statement if they're using that as a way to hide behind the problems of today then that's a gutless comment but you can also say i haven't i wasn't there but also be concerned about the state of the world today and be sensitive to that situation we didn't have to be there those two things are not mutually exclusive. I can say I wasn't there, but still care about fixing the problems today. But real quick to wrap it up, <clears throat> um, I, I think 
a lot of valid points were made today. I'm not sure I'm on board with all of them, but I'm on board with a lot of them. And I think the only solution, and I'm using that in quotes because I don't think there is a solution from a practical standpoint. It's like herding cats. But if people think a little bit, and this is a, is a lesson for all kinds of areas of our lives, think a little bit before you speak, think about who you're speaking to, who else is in the room, what the context is, how it's gonna sound to someone's ears, it's different sounding to someone's ears than it is coming out of your mouth. And to the people who are hearing these things, maybe occasionally try to give the benefit of the doubt, certainly judge harshly where it's warranted. Don't take any bullshit, excuse my language, but at the same time, maybe don't look for a devil in every woodpile. Um, people do make innocent comments from time to time, but um, it, it's, it, you can't nail them to the wall every time they say something that you find inappropriate because you'll be exercised all the time. So that's it. And I want to re re respond to that. You're right. You cannot, um, you know, nail someone to the wall every time they, they, they make a comment. So that comment goes both ways because there are a lot of comments that, that are made where people will take it and they will run, run um, with it. So on that, that goes both ways. So sh shy lady. Yes, in closing, from my perspective, back to the, the topic um, that was the um, title of this show about uh, culture appropriation, uh, I don't think it'll probably ever go away, but what I would like to see is if you, if you like a person's um, dance or whatever, uh, or you want to sing a certain style at least give that person um, recognition or credit and or do your do your own thing you don't need to duplicate someone else's sound because you think you could profit off of it but if you do profit off of it why don't you choose to help that community that you are reaping the benefits from that's my point okay black cabinet yeah, I was tossing back and forth what I wanted to end with, but I'm going to go ahead and end with uh, a reading um, from uh, a forward, and it's going to be a quick reading, trust me, it's a quick reading, uh, from a forward of the book uh, Barracone. Uh, the forward was written by Alice Walker, and uh, these are the words. Uh, it says, those who love us never leave us alone with our grief. At the moment they show us the wound, they reveal that they have the medicine. Good point. Good point. And as Charlay says, it, it's, it's interesting. So you want to leave it at that, Black Cabinet? Yeah, that, that, that's it. Uh, just the people that love us never leave us alone in our grief. From the minute, from the minute they show us the wound, they reveal that they have the medicine. Hello, the volume went away. Are you there?
shows. I do funny shows. I, you know, do silly shows, whatever. But there are times when I get down into the, you know, nitty gritty, whatever, and I do a show like this. Um, because for me, it's important. There's just too many things that are going on today in society. Um, that, as far as I'm concerned, it goes back to history. And history is repeating itself. Whether or not you want to see it, whether or not you want to admit it, history is repeating itself. And again, not a good good thing. Uh, Black Cabinet, you want to say something? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I didn't even know I came from a mute. I, I couldn't. I think we lost you for a little bit. So I kept hitting the button, find out what's going on. Why couldn't I hear you? Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Usually when people, when they unmute themselves, they usually want, they usually want, want, want to uh, say something. Um, we lost you for a, a few minutes, huh? All right, maybe I accidentally bumped my, my mic. So can you all hear, hear me now? Because can everybody hear, hear yes, me Yes, we can. That's when I was, okay. when I was hitting the all button. Right. I, we couldn't hear you. And I was hitting it back and okay. forth. That's what happened. Okay, I may have uh, accidentally bumped, um, bumped, bumped my, my, my mic. I have one of those touch mics. But anyway, guys, yeah, so just basically, you know, I'm, I'm, my, my shows, I talk about everything. So we're going to talk about this. We're going to get into weeds. We're going to talk about funny stuff. We're going to talk about silly stuff, all, all, kind, all kinds of stuff. But I'm, I'm going to say this. All right. I've had this conversation with several people. I'm trying my best to stay on topic. But if y'all get me off a topic, I will go there for a little bit. But I am trying my best now to stay on topic and staying at an hour, even though I knew this show was probably going to go over. Um, but, um, you know, you all brought up some uh, shows that I, I could possibly do. But if you're going to push, push, push back on me, just be prepared that I'm going to push right back. So on that note, um, I appreciate you guys coming. Shy Lady Crucible, Black Cabinet, Shelby, uh, and who else was up here? Is that it? Uh, thank you for popping up. Everyone else, thank you for um, sh showing up. I do appreciate it. And um, I am going to leave you guys with... Somebody wanted me to play again. Hello, April. So I am going to take us out with Hello, April. Enjoy the rest of your day or evening, wherever you are in the world, and I hope to see you tomorrow.
that's it, everyone. That's called Hello April by John Runefeld. Hope to see you guys tomorrow. Bye.